welcome, welcome to the Run With Us podcast, your show for everything Chicago Bulls. And now, your co-hosts, Michael Lavalarte and Kevin McKenna. What's up, guys? And welcome back to the second episode of the Run With Us podcast. Um, sorry about last week, last couple weeks, I think. Um, Michael went on a little vacation, haven't really been able to get some recordings in. Um, had some problems with some audio on another recording. So um, to those of you who listened to the first episode and um, were looking for the second one, here it is now. Sorry we couldn't get it out to you earlier, uh, but we're definitely going to be looking for some more consistent uploads in the future. Um, just a quick thank you to you guys. Um, we got a way bigger following than we expected to off of the first episode. We really appreciate that you guys listen. And to any of you who like share with some of your friends, some big Bulls fans in your life, um, we just really appreciate it because we're just trying to get this thing going, um, have it take off. So it's really exciting to see that. Um, today we're going to be looking at obviously. Our draft pick, Dale and Terry, we're going to get into that a little bit. Really exciting. Um, we'll talk a little bit about the Gobert. I'm sure some of you guys are pretty tired of hearing about the Gobert rumors and all that stuff. We actually did a um, pretty extensive bit on Rudy Gobert um, last week when we recorded, but unfortunately the audio got corrupted, so uh, no go with that. But we'll get into it a little bit um, today. Um, and then we'll talk about Zach Levine a little bit. And also, we'll talk about the Summer League coming up. Um, so, yeah, good stuff. A uh, lot of stuff happening in the NBA world. A lot of stuff happening in the Bulls realm. Um, and, yeah, anything to add, Michael? This could be a very interesting offseason with what's, like, brewing right now, with the Nets drama, with the Heat, like, whatever they're going to do to fix what, what they have, like, they're looking at Kyrie. The Lakers could implode or just go after, like, Kyrie, too. Maybe Kevin Durant's going to the Blazers. Who knows? There's going to be so much happening this offseason, and it's, like, just brewing right now. So it'll be interesting to see. I don't think the Bulls will be that involved in all of that part because we don't have the money to be. But it's just interesting as a basketball fan and as an NBA fan to see, like, it's like kind of like everything's stirring up right now, and then – once June 30th hits, then the moratorium happens, and these players are basically basically going to just force their way into where they want to play because that's how the NBA is now. You can pretty much play where you want to if you have tenure. Yep. You can play. You can just force your team's hand and say, I'm either not going to play or you can trade me or I'll sign with them in the offseason. Right. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens with that situation. But, you know, for the Bulls, the main thing to talk about right now is our boy Dale and Terry. And... I'm excited about about this pick. It's not, you know, it, it wasn't the, the direction I thought the Bulls were going to go. I really thought we were going to take uh, EJ Liddell. He seemed like the best fit for the team or a center. I wanted Mark Williams, but they were off the board. Liddell fell really far, so apparently teams weren't really high on him, probably because of his lack of size at the power forward position. So we got Dalen Terry, and, and I didn't know too much about him coming into it. But I learned a lot about what he does and what he brings to the table. And, you know, it's always good to recognize floor and ceiling of a player. And I think at the base, we're getting a defender and, and an athlete and a guy who hustles. That's right. that's If you're coming into the NBA with that, that's something right there. 
and that's how you earn minutes. Defense, hustling, and you know, being unselfish. So I'm excited just to just with that to start off. And then obviously he can shoot, uh, especially as a catch and shoot. He can end up being a really good three and D player. So, you know, what were your feelings when when you saw that? I pick? was surprised that we didn't draft and trade initially. I really saw that happening. I saw a trade for a veteran player that could help us off the bench or, you know, just like a shooter, a shooting specialist. I, I'm honestly surprised. Um, but looking into the guy, some of the interviews and stuff, I mean, he seems like an awesome dude, first of all. Seems really cool. Um, very confident. He is very confident. <laughs> um, selfless player. He's 6'7". He's a big guard. Got guard skills? Shout out big guard. <laughs> um, and, yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm a fan of the pick. Defensive player, um, always what we need. And a nice, like, hustle piece to go along with our hustle guys, Lonzo Caruso, you know? IO, too. Uh, yeah, Javante. IO as well. Oh, well, Javante's should have been top of my there. list. He should have <laughs> been top of my list. Um, we, got a, we got a nice uh, defensive and hustle foundation. Yeah, we do. Especially on the perimeter now. We'll probably still look to address that a little bit, but if we can get some defense in the front court, you know, we can that's that's our we've improved two right. I mean areas. How you gotta think it's like the more defensive guys you get surrounding your star players, the more you can start hiding those yeah, star exactly. players on defense. Now, it's it's not always the best recipe to have so if we go our main three, Zach DeRozan and Vucevic, although some people would say DeBall, Zach, right, um, as our main three. Those are all, if we're talking Vooch, three not incredibly special defensive players. Now, Levine improved this year. DeRozan played better defense than some people expected, and then Vooch did have one of the best defensive seasons of his, of his career, although nothing spectacular. Um, in an all-around sense, not great defenders, right? Right, and like it's a tough situation when your best players are just not good defenders. No, it, it, it's exactly. That's why two-way players are so, you know, they, they're the epitome of what you want from a player. If you can Jimmy get a guy Butler, who can Paul score George, 25 to right. 30, exactly. Those guys, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, yeah. you know, those are the best players in the league these days. Now, there's, there's players who can score loads. Trey Young, you know, John Morant, too. And you see how the Grizzlies are better when he's off the court almost because statistically, yes. Yeah, because it allows them to not have to hide a player on, on defense. Uh-huh. But luckily they you know, the Bulls have are addressing that they understand their needs and we have a capable front office now. You know, they're not just going out and signing Jabari Parker because he is from Chicago. They're they're, they're they understand that we need there's some thought going need. into this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not just like, oh, that's a cool name. Right. Let's bring him in. Thirty seven year old, you know. Dwayne Wade or whatever, but, um, but what yeah, so season. what a weird one. Yeah, that was a weird year. It's odd, but, but yeah, so having a front office that knows where our weaknesses are and knows how they want to address them and has a plan going into the off season. They obviously wanted to get more athletic on the wing and get defense. And that's what we did with our first draft pick. So that's, that's crossed off the list. So next is obviously free agency and trades. We'll most likely see Kobe going right. He's got to be traded after this. Yeah, he'll be. There's good. not enough room for the guards to play. No, absolutely not. I mean, that'll be. You know, I really didn't think of it like that. I mean, first of all, I had no problem with drafting a guard. Um, you know, a lot of people 
were taken aback a little bit by it, expecting to fill some voids um, in the front court. Um, I had no problem with it. Uh, and then, n- not to mention, he's he's a six seven. I mean, he could play the wing. He'll most likely be a wing for yeah, us. Yeah, he, he will. He He'll will be a be point a wing, forward. I assume. Also, you know, it doesn't always translate anyway. Straight college to the NBA, right? It, just because he played guard in at Arizona doesn't mean he's gonna necessarily fit um, as a guard in the NBA. Right. At least right off the bat. Right. I mean, there's we got to develop him a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, His frame too. Like he's not built to be a forward. But he's got the height, so if he right. can, you know, if he can add some muscle on, because he's only what not one ninety five at six seven, so yeah. he's got he's got room to grow. If he can fill fill out his shape a little bit, then I could see him as a three or even a small ball four, with the way the NBA switches these days, because he can guard one through four. So you know, there's gonna be lineups next year. You see with Billy Donovan, he loves going small. I mean, Derek Jones played center for us, and he's what six seven at, at the yeah. at the at the tallest. Yeah. So. So, yeah, so we'll definitely see him in, in a few different roles. And like you said, in college positions, they, they don't directly translate to the NBA. In the NBA, you got to play a position. You, you don't know what you're going to play. Every day you might play a different position right. regard, depending on the lineup and who's available. So, um, like I said, his rebounding is, is not one of his strongest parts of his game. So if he plays, he'll probably play more guard to forward than, than you know, in the front court. But... I think he's got a lot of he's versatile and that's you know another key as to why they wanted him on the team. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean it'll be exciting to see um what role he fits into. You know, we were talking a little bit before. It's like last last season oh yeah, I was you know, that's an exciting pick. I don't know how much playing time he's going to get. Um but it'd be nice to see him develop you know, years to come. But obviously, you know how things work in the NBA. Injuries happen, um, and Io really took advantage of the time he got um, and made a name for himself, especially on the team. So it'll be exciting to see what happens with um, Dale and Terry as far as that, as far as his role, how many minutes he's going to get. Um, there's, you know, there's always a time every season where these young players have to step up, or even not even rookies or young players. It's just Role players that make a name for themselves stepping up in those um, uh, those situations when they when they arise, you know. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about it. You know, I averaged about five rebounds a game, about four assists a game, eight points. Um, he, he can shoot a bit. Um, I was reading up a little bit on it. Uh, kind of took a jump towards the end of the season within his three point shooting. Shot 30, 36% from the three-point line. Nothing crazy. Respectable. Yeah, nothing crazy, but um, definitely solid. Shooting um, is probably one of the easier things to uh, to develop in the NBA, too. Pro- probably, right? If you, if you put, It's just about putting in the work. It yeah. literally is just about getting in the gym. I mean, they have the— Like, decisiveness, IQ, you can't really teach that. They have the utilities. Uh, right. You know what I'm saying? All the, They're professional basketball teams. They have the coaches, the facilities. They've got— I mean everything you can need. It's right. It really is about. And you in the saw work. like Lonzo. Lonzo, yep, that's what I was gonna say. He just put in the work. He, right. he worked with the right coaches, and he he developed his jumper, and now yep. he's a forty-two percent three-point shooter. Right. So you know that that's that's not what I'm worried about. I think if he can end up being a thirty-six to forty percent three-point shooter in the NBA, that I'll take that any day of the right. week. Um, but he's got the things, the intangibles that it's hard to teach. You know, the the defensive IQ, 
He's a good passer on offense. He he reads, you know, what the, he makes decisions well when the ball's in his hands. He cuts. He knows where the holes are on the defense. So that's that's stuff that coming into the NBA, that's just adding to his value. Right. And we have to be realistic. You know, he was projected to go later in the draft too, potentially even a second round pick. Obviously, I'm happy with the pick, and I think that we kind of got to steal with the kind with what he brings, but. What is he not going to bring? He's not a scorer. He's not going to, you know, he's never going to be a 20 point per game scorer in the NBA, most likely. You know, I'd love to be wrong about that, but he's not known for scoring ability. He's not like we, he's not a knockdown shooter. And he's just a good player and he projects as a, you know, good role player in the NBA. Does he have superstar, st- you know, potential? Probably not. But this is what we need right now. And he's a little bit raw and we can develop him, but. I think by the time it's all said and done, I think the Bulls fans that were unsure about this pick, I think they're going to be, you know, happy we took them and happy we didn't trade for the sake of just making a trade. There must have been nothing there that they wanted, so they obviously decided to make the pick. So I, you know, I trust in our front office, so they yeah. they believe in this guy. Well put. Uh, yeah, honestly, the the trust there, I mean, now having a respectable front office, I mean, the decisions they make, you know, I don't question him. Um, so, I I mean, even with the Patrick Williams pick, you know, it's like nobody expected, none of us thought. He came that, off the bench in college. Right, none like of he us was thought six man. Patrick Williams. But, but, but now, you, you know, you look into it a little bit more, you see the potential there, and it, it, it just clicks. It makes sense. Like, oh, yeah, this guy could be something incredibly special for this team and in the league. So, I mean, it's just the trust. The trust is there. Yeah, they've done they've Acne. done nothing to ever since they got here. All they've done is just made the team better, and nothing we they've like no one they've brought in has been bad. Like no. think about the trades we made even last year or two seasons ago. We brought in Daniel Tice. We were like, wow, this guy can really play some basketball. Yeah. We brought in Troy Brown. This guy was playing really well in his first year with us. Javante Green. They found this guy out of nowhere. Um, you know, we had Mo Wagner. We traded him. We flipped him, and there's not one player that we've brought in. You know, then we obviously signed the guys we signed last year, and not one player has been bad for the team. Everyone's been good. They they found players that helped us win and helped us get better, and that's not what the last front office always did. No. So that's why you know whatever they do right now in this offseason, we'll stand by and we're excited to see their direction that they want to go. Speaking of that, free agency is knocking on the door right now. So what what are we thinking? We talked about Gobert a lot the first episode, the one we didn't get out unfortunately. Yeah. Like you said, I think I think we know what it is. The Bulls are interested in him. They don't want to give up Patrick Williams. They have come out and said that will they work out a deal? Probably not. That we don't have a lot to offer besides Patrick Williams. So what I heard is Jazz fans are expecting. So news come out, Bulls are not willing to give up Patrick Williams, right? Makes sense. Sounds good to us Bulls fans. It, sure, Rudy Gobert sounds great. No, we're not going to give up Pat. Now Jazz fans are like, all right, well, uh, how about Lonzo? Like they Apparently, Jazz fans are expecting Lonzo Ball in a package deal um, if, of course, the trade happens between the Bulls and the Jazz. How do you feel about that? Not good. I don't like For, it. Like, all right. No, I'm, I agree. I don't want to trade Lonzo, but first first glance, it's like, hell no. 
But then you think about it a little bit, and while the Bulls and Lonzo like seem like the perfect fit, his injury scared me a little bit. Of course, yeah. So and with our back with our point guard depth, it's not the worst idea. Out of all positions to give up. Because Caruso is a can easily it, start, it would be right? Point like guard. we ha- exactly, we have a lot of area to fill in. Like I, I want Lonzo as my starting point guard. Don't get me wrong, but I just haven't. I'd seen... rather keep Patrick Williams. Honestly, I, I know it might be wrong, and I might sound. No, like I, a, I understand a clown, what you're saying. But... I need to see more Lonzo, Zach. Damar, Vooch. That's what I mean. I like, need to see. We didn't, I wouldn't we didn't, want. We didn't I, I honestly don't even want Gobert if that's what it comes to. But I'm saying if they do make the trade and they have to give up Lonzo and Vooch and probably Kobe White too, because then what? You it's you, not the worst. You move Caruso to the starting, starting point, point guard. Point you got Io as a backup. Then maybe you don't even have to move Kobe White if you don't want to. Um, yeah, I mean, we still have like Caruso was just fine in the playoffs starting for us. I really like the luxury. Of having Lonzo now, we didn't get much of it last season, but I like the luxury of having Caruso off the bench as our six man. Right, and then the death lineup. Our death lineup is Lonzo, Caruso, DeRozan, Levine, and the center. <laughs> we didn't have Patrick Williams last year. Well, I'm sure he'll grow into that role, but I think when at the end of a game, the center. Well, <laughs> the Vooch. Yeah, but <laughs> what, are we not naming him anymore. No, <laughs> no, but. <laughs> I don't think the the death lineup was Lonzo, those four. That's Lonzo, the death Levine, lineup. Vooch Demar. last year just wasn't the guy you say, oh, Vooch is in this lineup is the death I lineup. Know. As much as we want to say. So it, then you know, what? The center. And then the center. who comes in and plays? The center. If, then Tony if it's Bradley? Vooch, if it's, if it's Tristan Thompson, Tony, if it's Tony, Tony Bradley. McDone, if it's, um, oh, uh, man, was... you know, we saw some some questionable lineups. Yeah. With the lack of depth right. in the front court, but whole, like we we we'll know it'll be addressed. Yeah, we're not worried about who's going to be backing up Vooch. I think like I think we've agreed Vooch is going to be the center next year. I doubt he gets moved. No, I don't see that. I just don't think the Jazz are going to want, especially if the Bulls refuse to give up Lonzo, like a trade package centered around Kobe White and Vooch for for Gobert. No, it's, it's like they they can get something so much better somewhere else. So I. Like you said, I agree. I want Lonzo on the starting lineup. And then having Caruso, who can start, come in, play the two or the three pretty much, and just having him, it's like you have these two toys. You can just play with them however you want, as weird <laughs> as that sounds. That's what that's what we saw from no, uh, yeah, from no. Billy. He was like, all right, Caruso, you're playing point guard. He put Lonzo on Julius Randle, and he shut him down. Yeah, We were at that game. Yeah, For most of the game, Randle was being guarded by Lonzo, and, and Randle couldn't do anything about it. Wow. Well, what a comeback. Just a real quick, real tidbit on this. Real quick tidbit, I should say. That game we were at? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, come on. Dude, that was special. I, they didn't win. This was, this was the fifth game of the fifth season? Fifth game of the season. We were 4-0. Bulls versus Knicks. And we lost to the Knicks. Um, yeah, it was about, what, a minute, minute 30? We were down about 10 or 11 with 10 like or a 11 minute 30 like left. Minute People 30. were leaving, you know, everyone was like, ah, oh, this sucks, you we know. We stayed, of course. We stayed, and boy, were, were we happy we stayed. Unfortunately, the Rosen airballed the game winner. Vooch hit a big three. Vooch did hit a big three. Um, Every, Randall missed. Randall missed. Like three free throws yeah, down the stretch. Yeah. That was insane. Yeah. I forgot how insane that comeback was. And no one knows about it because we lost. So yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, nobody But cares. it was like, it was epic. The, the Bulls were just like, all right, let's get our shit together in yeah. that last minute and a half. And they had a chance to win the game at the buzzer. 
It was a tough shot by DeRozan, but it was an awesome game. That game, the the energy in that building went from zero to to insane, and the people in front of us left, and then two new people just came to sit there, and they 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 were getting it going too. They were like, "Yeah, we that is what happens when you leave." It was it was awesome. The energy was really cool. Sucks we lost, but it was a fun game to go to. Yeah, it was really good. Demar would have his um redemption shots for game winners later on in the season, right? His redemption against the Knicks in general too. Right. Remember that game in Madison yeah. Square Garden? He took that game over. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> so the Knicks suck. Anywho, <laughs> the Knicks suck. Isn't that funny that we... I it always comes back to the Knicks in some way. To, yeah. God, they're Imagine awful. Imagine thinking they're going to get Kyrie. Like, those Knicks fans. <laughs> Dude, they're, they're gonna, they're I love Jalen Brunson, but 25 mil a year for him? Yeah. That's their big... That's their guy? I, they are in a tough situation. They're they in New are. York. If they just weren't so... New York, then <laughs> if they weren't the Knicks, then like the, the Nets were able to f- sign people. But <laughs> to be fair, sometimes, so they need a leading point guard, right? Yeah. Obviously. And like, not a question. Um, obviously, if quickly, but that's hit or miss and most likely miss. Um, sometimes you have to overpay. No, you're right. And for, honestly, for Brunson player. is they're gonna have Brunson to. is a good fit for that team. Yeah, they're gonna defense have to. and offense. Right. But they need a superstar if they want to compete. Even oh, yeah, a star. No. They don't have one. Whatever. I'm fine with them not competing. Who cares? Well, the funny thing is they'll get the star and they still won't compete. Yeah, they're mediocre. All right. Anyway. All right. <laughs> All, right. Sorry. All right. Sorry, Knicks fans. You can you can There's no us. Knicks fans listen to us anyway. Um so okay, real all right, to go back to Sorry, it real quick, quick, finish off the point. We discussed this last week. Again, the one that you guys didn't get to hear. Um, we pretty much it, what it came down to is adding a generational talent like Rudy Gobert on your team obviously will make you better. It's really exciting and the rumors are fun, right? And if we could work out a deal where we didn't give up an arm and a leg that sounds great. End of the day, if we do not get Rudy Gobert because they're asking too much or money reasons, it you know, we don't have to pay a center $40 million a year. That's really, I mean, it's it really Embiid, no sweat off my back. If it was Embiid, yeah. Sure. But Jokic, no disrespect yeah. to Rudy Gobert. Jokic, we, yeah. But if, if Gobert can score 20 points a game, then he's worth that. His defense and his rebounding is obviously top of the league, but the scoring is just – it was a liability in the playoffs, right. and it held the team back. So is it, if we get him, he's an upgrade at the center position. If we don't, we still have a good center, the Vooch. The Vooch. Um, yeah, and then as far as Zach Levine, it's like I said, episode one. Of course we're going to offer him the max. Um. And it seems pretty solidified now. Things are looking pretty good. Um, I don't see Zach Levine going anywhere. Um, the Bulls have already um, expressed that they're going to be giving him, offering the max contract as soon as um, they can. And yeah, I see that working out. Yeah, I mean, we. I don't think any, either of us doubted that Levine's going to be back. It was just a matter of would they even let him hear offers from other teams. And at this point, I think. <clears throat> First, you know, first couple hours of free agency, we're going to see Zach locked up. And I think it's what you got to do. You know, loyalty is a big deal. There's probably some doubt in everyone's head. You know, he's got an injury that's lingering. He's 
not in the top, top tier players. So he's going to be making top tier money, but you know, we're betting on the fact that he's been improving every year he's played and he's, he's a star. He's a bucket getter. He's one of the smoothest players in the league. So you got to keep him around. You're not going to get someone better than the deck Levine this off season. So you, you, you lock up your guy, you grew him from, you know, just what most people saw as a guy who was an insane athlete who has potential to be a scorer to a top scorer in the NBA. Why not bring him back? What are you going to go look for out there? He's still somewhat young, only what, 27, 28. He's in his prime. Bring him back. If it doesn't work out, fans, coaches, front office, they're not going to be mad that you re-signed your player, your all-star player. You're not taking a gamble. You know what you have. Hey, Zach gonna, Levine. We're going to sign the best free agent available this year. That's got to be that's got to stand for something, right? Yeah. When's the last time that happened? So yeah, that's um I mean, that's good news. Uh to be expected, but always good to hear. Um and then lastly, we kind of just wanted to touch on Summer League. Um I'm excited. Takes me back to the Denzel Valentine Summer League days. Um Gosh, do you remember that run? That was a good team. What who was on that team? Was it Bobby Portis on there too? Yeah, I think so. Bobby Denzel Doug McDermott? No. I don't think so. Dante Ingram was on that yeah. team. Man. <laughs> There's a guy named, I think, Walkup or Helsip. He's a shooter. Beats me, dog. <laughs> hey, we won the chip. <laughs> we did. We won the chip, man. All, all thanks to Denzel. A star. A true star. Star is born. Um, is that, what's Denzel up to these days? He's in New York. He was on the Knicks, right? Yeah, he is. No, did he get waived, though? I think. Yeah, he got waived right away. Wasn't he shooting? I'm not talking about, like, knockdown shooting. I'm just talking to a guy who shoots. Yeah, I'm not talking about making it. <laughs> we can use just a guy, guy who, who shoots. Attempts him. <laughs> we, were, we were one of the lowest um, three-point attempts in the league last hmm. year. What um, are you saying? Three years, 42 mil? I think that's yeah, fair. That's, that sounds like that sounds like something Garpax would come up with. Oh, he's available. <laughs> Let's get him. Bring him in. <laughs> Bring him back. Um, oh man, I I hope Denzel finds success in his career. Yeah, he's a good guy. He At just, least I mean, he had he had some bright spots. He used to come in off the bench and just start chucking threes and get us back into games. Poor guy got traded to the Knicks. But then he got traded to the Knicks. <laughs> Poor guy. All right. Um, but so, yeah, I own the summer. I O in the summer league. That's, that's exciting. That's exciting. Um, because. Like we talked about, um, Patrick Williams last season, Summer League was really exciting. Um, it's re- just really good to see players develop and and then how they can take over the game in that kind of situation. Um, less pressure, more responsibility. So, yeah, it's it's just going to be really interesting to see how Io does. I mean, Io, Io flor- flourished his rookie season regardless. Um Took advantage of opportunities um, presented during the season. Obviously, with the, all the injuries, Lonzo going down and having to step up. And, I mean, this is just another level of that. Um, you know, like I just said, less pressure and he's the guy. more weight on the team. Yeah, exactly. He He's the guy. He's going to be – all eyes are going to be on him. Him um, and Dalen. Him and Dalen. Yeah. I don't think Patrick Williams is going to do it this year. I, I doubt he was. He didn't do it his rookie year because there was no summer league. 
than he did it last year. So usually it's about two years for, for guys. Yeah. I don't think he needs to. He should just focus on, you know, just working out in the offseason with DeMar DeRozan, which is awesome. But uh, yeah, that's fine with me. But, yeah, I think that it'll be fun seeing Io just, like, he's going to be the point guard. He's going he's gonna to be aggressive because he doesn't have to defer. He's, it's him. And I think it'll be fun to see him being a leader. You know, he already saw it for more than most rookies. You don't see a lot of guys with that kind of poise on the court in their rookie year, especially second round picks. But uh, what what do you anticipate the lineup, at least the starting lineup being? Um, Io, a shooting guard. <laughs> then. I probably Io shooting guard then Dalen. I'm guessing he's gonna play the three. He's either the two or the three, but I, I'm guessing they're gonna play him at the three. And Marco? then Marco at the five again. And probably the guy, um, let me I I want to get his name right. Out of Marquette, the undrafted free agents we signed. Oh, Justin right. Lewis, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think he can play the three or the four too. So uh-huh. I don't know all the uh like last year we had Jerome Robinson playing, like we had Ethan Thompson. Ethan Thompson will probably be on that team again too. He'll, he might start. So, yeah, I think maybe Io, Dalen, Ethan Thompson, and then, you know, a four, and then Simonovich, depending yeah. on who they play at the four. But, but yeah, maybe uh, who's the really athletic guy from last year? Do you remember him in the summer league? Baxter Jr., that was the guy. He, uh, he was throwing down some mean dunks last year. I don't know if he's going to be back, but looking at the roster from last year, um, Jerome Robinson might still be on the team. Amari Spellman. Those are some guys who can play the four. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, obviously they're going to have some new players that they pick up, so yeah. it'll be interesting. But obviously the focus is on Io and Dalen, and then potentially uh, Simonovich too, because you know obviously this front office drafted him. So we'll see if if he shows any promise yeah. and maybe gets a little playing time this season. I mean, I doubt it, but you know, I just. He's not developing. He's not developing the way that a lot of us anticipated. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say that, but I, I feel like there were pretty high hopes for it, especially because when we found out, because he was a draft and stash, right? Yeah. So we were not necessarily the team. Not, ne- uh, excuse me. The team was not necessarily in the greatest situation um, when that was in the works. So that was really exciting to Bulls fans. Oh, look at you know. European players, they're they're pretty prevalent in the NBA, you know, especially because of yeah. Luca and, and Jokic. Uh, it's pretty prevalent in the NBA right now. Um, he's tall, he can shoot. Kind of gave me Laurie vibes, you know, in a way. He can. Just, I saw one report that compared him to Luca. Right, like well, that, a lot of people did. That's what why people got so excited. Yeah, about because it. he can handle the ball and he's like a seven footer. And don't can get me, I was excited too. Yeah, right? but like then you see him play and like. I don't know, man. It's just not it. He just has reminiscence of a guy who's he's just, not him. Yeah, he's. Hopefully, we're wrong, right? Hopefully, we. I, I mean, like, in wrong. Acme, we trust, right? We find a gem in the second round, yeah. playing overseas. But I don't know. I just don't see him Report, really I mean, getting a role on, on this team. Not, it, yeah. There's a reason he hasn't been brought up, right? Yeah, and you know, with the center depth, I'm surprised he didn't get a little bit more time last season. Yeah, but obviously, he's. It's got a lot of room to grow. So, now if I'm not mistaken, he got 
sent up towards the end of the season. He though, did, correct, and he, right? he played a couple times in garbage minutes. He in didn't garbage really, minutes, right. It was nothing impactful. You know what? His He had some really cool stats in the summer in the G League last year. I was paying attention, and I'd get a lot of notifications. Marco Simonovic, 20 and 20. I think he had a few 20 and 20 games for the for the Winning City Bulls, which I mean, is, great which is interesting. See, yeah, But, but I, hopefully he Like can, I said, there's a reason, uh, just as we trust Acme, we trust Billy Donovan. Right. And there's a reason that he wasn't getting any impactful minutes, minutes whatsoever during the right. season. So... I'm sure I'm sure he'll have a little bit of a role. Right. I'm sure that we'll see him as a third string center for this year. Yeah. Rather than you know Tony Bradley and and Tristan Thompson in front of him uh-huh. and then playing um you know a power forward or small forward at center. But obviously it won't be a lot of a lot of minutes. Right. Well like it'll be interesting to see what we have. We're not too worried about Simonovich. We don't need him to be anything special. We understood what he was when we get when we drafted him. Yeah. But like you said, the summer league is about showcasing the young talent we have in the last two draft picks we've taken. And then once the season comes around, we were just talking about this on the car right here. We have a lot of young talent that that could be built for the future with Patrick Williams, even Lonzo Ball, you know, Io, Dale and Terry now. That's four guys who have really good potential for the future. And you throw in, you know. Well, Zach will be here. Zach, exactly. You throw in Zach and then. We'll see what happens with Tamar and Vooch, but a lot of talent on the roster, so we just need to build it up. We need people to develop, and we need consistency. That's that's literally – oh, and Kobe White, if right now he's still on the team too. Right. He's still a young play, player with a lot of potential, but, you know, it comes down to consistency, and can can all this potential be harnessed by Billy Donovan into a winning basketball team that just doesn't win in the regular season but gets done in the playoffs too? And hopefully we don't have to get stuck with the Bucks in the first round next year. Yeah, that was a – that's just maybe we'll get right? the Celtics. Yeah, right, because that's better. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll get the Knicks. Yes, give us the Knicks. God, what a sweep! All right. Anyway, that's gonna do it for us today. Uh, some good, some good talks today about uh, you know the draft pick. We had free agency rumors. Zach is back, most likely, but Zach is back. Zach is back. And then obviously with the IO leading the charge in the summer league. So, you know, this coming week and the free next two weeks starts- is gonna be. Thursday. Fun and packed of uh, lots of good information. So we'll see if we can get on another episode either this week or next week. Oh, we will have another episode out um, next Monday. This we is going to come out promise. Monday. And um, um, Next Monday we'll have another episode out. Um, we'll keep an eye on the free agency stuff as rumors continue with the Bulls and a little bit just around the NBA in general. Um, we'll keep you guys updated. Um, and, yeah, just thanks again, guys, for – for listening. Sorry, Michael, I didn't mean to cut you off. Nah, you got good. anything else to add? No, nah, I'm just going to say thanks again to everyone for for sticking with us. We're going to try to get more consistent with our 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 recordings and uploads. You know, it's it's going to be fun the next the next month cuz now it's it's time to talk about every team again, not just the teams that are in the playoffs still. So, we got uh free agency, summer league, and then before you know it, preseason will be here and then and then it gets real. And then it gets then it gets really fun because, as as much as an off season is fun, there's I like to see this team than playing. The beginning of a season, yeah, there's nothing man. better than oh to see the gosh. guys on the court. You know, nothing better. Right. All right. Make sure to um, like and follow us. Um, leave a review. Any criticism is good criticism. Um, and just help us improve, and we will continue making content for you guys. Share with your friends. All right. Run with us. Peace out.